Hey y'all. Can y'all see me? You lucky on that day I was acting cool, cuz. Nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? Hey! I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. Woo! I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. I go, go hot, cuz. Hey, you guys! I hope you guys are doing good. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Um, I was sick the last two days, so that's why I didn't, you know, make any live streams after Christmas. But I am here today. God is good. I hope you guys are doing good. Hey, yes, Team Purple. I'm rocking my purple with my purple lipstick. You know, that's my favorite color, honey. Purple equates royalty. Okay. I hope you guys are doing good. This is awesome. We got a lot of people in here. I'm sorry, let me mute that. We got a lot of folks in here. We're going to have a lot to talk about. I'm super excited. Let's see here. We got some new members. Uh, somebody sent, who sent this? I got time sent $4.99. Ooh, that rhymes. I should be a rapper. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope everybody got the gifts y'all was hoping for. The mail was backed up. So some of y'all ain't going to get your gifts till the first, but it's all good. Okay. <laughs> that mail is backed up, honey. Anyways, we got a lot to talk about. Yes, we're going to get to it. So I don't know what is going on here, but maybe y'all can enlighten me. Why is everybody coming for the media people? I don't get it. Why y'all mad at us for doing our jobs? Like, I'm, I'm confused. Now, let me say this, okay? I may have to go in on some of, like, you know, my fellow media people every now and then, especially when they, you know, sip and steal. You know, they love to do that shit. And lovely Joe Budden, you have been accused of sipping and stealing from lovely tea for a while now. I've peeped it. A lot of guys have peeped it. You know what I'm saying? Anytime I talk about something spiritual or something deep, oh, here comes lovely Joe Button to regurgitate a watered down version of what lovely T said. But it's all good, okay? Even with that, I'm still going to have his back and I'm still going to call out because right is right, wrong is wrong, okay? Just like with the whole Vlad TV thing. I'm not a big fan of Vlad. He's another sipper and stealer of, you know, content over here. But when folks were talking about boycott Vlad, Vlad TV and he ain't shit, I was like, I'm not boycotting the damn thing. Because all y'all sat on his couch, y'all made him popular. You know what I'm saying? Y'all promote his shit all the time. So I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad at all, okay? So lovely Joe, Charlemagne the T, Vlad, T-E-A TV, okay? We all kind of do the same thing. And so I was sent this clubhouse interview Honey, this interview was so long and redundant. And before this, I had a lot of respect for Jay Prince's. Well, I, I, I respect the older Jay Prince. Let me say that. I don't know much about Junior. I know a little bit about him, but not a whole lot. Right. So I kind of thought he kind of carried himself with the same, you know, air as his father, you know, and wouldn't be involved in a bunch of just weirdo clown shit. And I just, I didn't like this, okay? I don't know what this Clubhouse app is about, you know, but it seems like y'all are using this app to confront media people. People been asking me to get on the app. And y'all know me, I don't have a whole lot of patience for bullshit. So I don't know if I want to get on this app because you come at me sideways, I'm going to cuss your ass out. And that probably don't need to be on audio. I just, I don't have a lot of patience for nonsense, especially when people are trying to play games and trip people up and when people are salty about you having an opinion. It's funny that the whole world, everyone has an opinion, okay? 
Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. So it's funny that everybody can have an opinion about whatever topic and it's okay. But as soon as a media person has an opinion and y'all disagree, then it's off with their head. That's not how it works. Okay. So I I wasn't really feeling um, how Jay Prince Jr. kind of came off in this interview. He came off very bullish, um, very arrogant. I just started. People crying, talking about what the hell, when did this start? I just got here. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. Um, I thought he was kind of trying to pump Joe and trying to bully him. And I don't respect that. I don't know Jay Prince Jr.'s age. I don't know if he's younger than Joe or older. I'm not really sure. I didn't bother to Google because I just, I don't care. But I just thought, you know, he was just coming off. He was talking in circles and he was not making sense. But by the time I got done listening to the 30 minute damn, the, the post that, that the person posted, I figured out why the real reason Jay Prince was mad. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Let me read these super chats really quick. I'm going to play you guys the audio here. Um, why is this screen freezing? Okay. C. Johnson sent $9.99 says, hey, auntie, you look beautiful. I'm ready to sip this tea. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through. Um, Corinne Ganey sent money. I'm thinking this is Swedish money, sec money. She sent 125. She says, T, as a journalism student, I have always respected your work. Your ethic speaks for itself. Love from Sweden. Yes, I was right. I said Swedish money. Thank you so much, sis. And thank you for staying up to spend time with me. I appreciate it. You know what's so funny that I keep telling people? I have no degree in journalism, okay? I did IT for a living, so I don't have a journalism degree, but I can say I'm self-taught, and I just think it's just the thing is having integrity. And one thing about my platform is I've always had integrity. And even if I made a mistake or posted something that wasn't true by accident, I've always gone back and I've cleared that up. You know, and I think that that takes you a lot further. It may be the slow way. I remember me and Tamron Hall had a conversation with this when I met her at Essence Festival. And I was telling her that I I get frustrated because people just post whatever. They're so quick. It's just about a click and a view. They don't, you know, they don't even have to have the full story. Something breaks, they're posting it. And I'm like, it frustrates me because I feel like, why am I doing all this work? Why am I taking days to research and really, you know, filter through everything? And she told me that integrity lasts a lot longer than somebody just being quick to post up for clicks and views. And a lot of those people end up falling off over time. So I've always just remembered that um, from other people who have told me that as well. So thank you so much. I'm going to keep up the good work and keep the integrity and keep my, honey, bootleg journalism degree that I don't have going. <laughs> so I appreciate you. Um BDP 7545 cent $50. Thank you so much for the super chat love. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Ashley Renee sent $49.99. She says, Hope you had a wonderful Christmas tea. This is off topic, but I had a guest cough in my face intentionally at work. Ugh. Goes to show that people still don't take the pandemic seriously. Can't wait to hear this tea. My twin and I love you. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much for the uh, super chat. I really appreciate it. That is disgusting. See, this is why I need to just deal with people via the camera because, you know, you cough in my face. I may not have a job. Like, that is just disgusting. Why would you think that it's okay to cough in somebody's face even before C-19? Before C-19, the right thing to do when you have to cough is to look away, cough in your arm, cover your mouth. At least attempt 
you know what I'm saying, to save my lungs and my immune system. Don't just cough in my damn face, especially nowadays. I'm sorry you had to experience that. And thank you so much for coming through and thanks for supporting the channel. That, yeah, that's low-key assault. Um, let's see here. Jawan Simone sent $10. She said, hey, Auntie, Merry Christmas. Glad to catch you live. Just sharing a little holiday joy. P.S. The J one day or the J-J-L-O-L. Oh, it's, oh, J one day. Oh, okay. That's interesting how it's spelled versus how it's pronounced. Okay. Thank you so much for breaking that down. I appreciate it. And thank you for the super chat, love. So let's go ahead and talk about this club app, this clubhouse app. Um, I, I'm convinced it's, it's an app now to just confront media people. You know, just any beef you have with media. We've seen the whole, you know, shit go down with DJ Academics, 21 Savage, and Meek Mill. You know, they basically jumped them. Well, not so much 21 Savage, but the other ones, okay? And I didn't like that. I, di I didn't like that. So now we have it again with Jay Prince. So I want to go ahead and play this for you guys here. Let me go ahead and make sure I have everything together. I have all these timestamps, so please bear with me. It's a lot of redundancy, but I, I picked out the best parts that would just make sense so y'all don't have to <laughs> annoy your ears listening to this nonsense. So we're going to start. Um, and whose video is this? Shout out to Battle Rap Trap for this video. So give me just a second here. All right. So y'all go ahead and listen to this first half here. That you brought the energy to them. What what time frame is this? You said what time frame? Yeah, because it sounds like you're speaking about something specific, and I don't know. No, nah, I'm just I'm speaking on a bunch of different situations, and it's a bunch of people in here that can tell you that anybody know what I'm talking about. You just talk a lot of shit. I know a million of them. Like you say, we watch this shit all the time. Like old girl said, Migos. Migos, the Yachty interview was pretty bad. You kind of, with the whole, um, what's it called? The 360 deal shit that you put on them. Yeah. Nice. Yo, I got a question for ones, you. It's a bunch of them. Y'all feel like that was bad? It wasn't bad, but you definitely challenged him in a way where you could tell he wasn't ready for it. And yeah, Yachty's a little younger, it's, but it's just it's, like your maturity that he wasn't ready for. He wasn't ready for the questions that you asked. He wasn't ready for the so questions you be, that you applied. You be, you be pressing niggas that ain't ready to be pressed. And you guys you, are in the You same let it be experience. known that you got situations with guys that ain't even know they had a situation with you, but you just stand on it. Nah, I don't think that's like, my energy. Yachty. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what's transpired. You might not think that's what you displaying, but we tell you what you displaying. Well, I wouldn't say it's displayed like that, but it's definitely like from that's a cool. more that's like your, a that's wider. your perspective. Let everybody else speak too, because there's a bunch of other people that can say some other shit. Okay, now let me get to the next part. And there's all these awkward pauses because Jay... Prince Jr. just keeps going on and on. Meanwhile, Joe Budden is like, okay, who cares? So let me go ahead and play this next part here. Okay. This ain't what's transpiring rather than trying to put them on a platform where everybody can hear it for you to give your message. You could have gave him a message in a hundred di different other ways. 
I guess I'm talking to myself now, right? Nah, yo, yo, that kind of makes sense what you saying, though. No, um, nigga, it do make sense. How you going to say it kind of do? Kind of makes sense, but at the same token, he, kinda, he, but hey, look, hey, but hey, Junior, hey, he media, hey, hey. he media, he media, though. So he got to talk about things that drop. You feel me? That's cool. He media. Be but he media know where he right come way. from, so he got to be held accountable. Be media the right way. Why the fuck you feel like you need to speak on everything that I say for him? <laughs> Not really. I'm just having a conversation. That's cool. We can have a conversation. Just chill, though. You ain't got to respond to everything I say, though, because that's what you've been doing. Okay, let me come back on camera really quick. I'm going to play the rest. So the person he was just checking was Young Bird. You know, young Berg, who has all the smoke for women and talking about their private parts. You know what I'm saying? When he was uh, interviewing with Nori, that young Berg. OK, so he's checking him, telling him, you know, quit trying to take up for Joe. You know, this is between me and Joe. So that's who he was checking in that whole situation. And what happened? Young Berg got quiet. Then he tried to peek up again, like a few, like a probably like a few minutes down the line. And then he tells him, I thought I told you to be quiet. So he just kept checking young Berg. So this whole situation is a hot mess. Let me play y'all these last few minutes here so you guys can finish hearing this. Like I said, this is literally 30 minutes of him accusing Joe of bullying people, bullying children. Oh, the children. What about the kids? And Joe's like, what kids? What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? So let me go ahead and finish playing this for y'all so we can go in because this whole situation is a hot damn mess. Okay. Give me just a second here. Get to the next timestamp. All right, here we go. So the ones that you ain't got relationship with and that you talking to like that and the ones who get the rebuttaling back to you, y'all create other situations that don't need to transpire between grown-ups and kids. I, I, I agree with that, which is why I think I'm one of the older niggas that's on the right side of the generation gap building. Like, I'm not hating on none of these young niggas. But you have. I think that Yachty interview and that Migos situation is the only one we could really point to on this. It don't matter. You have. Oh, I have, and, and I rectified it. How you rectify hating? <laughs> By apologizing. Listen to that awkward wrong. moment after he says that. Okay, let me come back on the screen. So this whole situation, this this interrogation by Jay Prince Jr. was so not needed. So basically, he's trying to bring back shit from four years ago. Y'all remember when Joe Button was on Complex and him and Migos got into it? And they all stood up. They were rolling up their sleeves and shit, ready to jump Joe. And Joe was like, I ain't got time for this. And he walked off. And then there was another incident on Complex where, you know, he was upset that, you know, uh, little Yachty was happy. I'm happy. I'm a kid. I'm making money. And Joe Budden's like, yeah, but you, you signed a 360 deal. And, and little Yachty's like, what's that? He had no idea. You know, so there was always this old versus young. But I can honestly say, being a fair and unbiased person, Joe has come a long way from being the angry, old, you know, bitter man of hip hop. So now, you know, when he does his podcast, I enjoy it when I do catch it. I don't think he's the same Joe that he was four years ago. 
And what is all this talk about kids? Now, besides Lil Yachty, who was 19, who I can still consider, you know, young, he's definitely young enough to be Joe's son, because hell, he's young enough to be my damn child, okay? But the Migos are grown men. Like, why are they considered children? Because they're short and small in stature? <laughs> I'm sorry that all men cannot be six foot five, 285 pounds. These are grown men. They're not children, okay? Let the Migos hold their own damn nuts. You shouldn't have been talking to them kids like that. These are grown men. And then, like Joe said, I rectify it. And then Jay Prince is like, how? How, Sway? How did you rectify it? And Joe's like, I apologize. And then it was just dead silent. <laughs> oh, you weren't expecting that, huh? It's like, okay, if the Migos, Quavo particularly, and little Yachty have since made amends with Joe Budden, they've moved on. Why are you so aggy? Why are you so upset? Why are you so mad? And then he said something. And I said, aha, this is why he's, he's mad. This is why I spent 30 minutes listening to this weird ass interview, this weird ass inter interrogation of Joe Budden, of lovely Joe. You're mad at lovely Joe because it boils down to Drake. And this is where I get that from. Y'all listen to this last piece. <laughs> I said tiny in stature. Somebody wrote mini Migos. <laughs> Y'all are wildin'. Let me go ahead and play and pull up that piece here. This is the very last section. Give me a second to get that together. Yeah, I figured out his angle. Once he said this, I said, okay, so that's why you're really mad, sir. Okay? Y'all go ahead and listen to this. It's all good, my brother. So just no that. I don't want no problems and I don't want no smoke with this situation. Ain't nobody say nothing about us. So it's out in mouth. But so I, I just have a anybody we do business with or we have business dealings with, it's like speaking on us too. So for future references. Yeah. Okay. Did y'all catch that? He said anybody that we have dealings with, especially business dealings, you're speaking on us. So that long ass ring around the rosies, you know, like this, just going around the Mary, the, the the Mulberry Bush ass conversation, boiled down to he is in his feelings because he knows that Joe Budden's podcast is cool with Pusher T. OK, and they have, you know, mentioned Drake and they haven't always talked about Drake in a flattering light. So let me go ahead and show you guys this. The most recent interview, um, what was an interview? It was a podcast episode with uh, Joe Budden, Rory and Mal, and they're talking about the Pusha T disc. Because if y'all don't know, um, he ended up putting a disc towards Drake. He, he kind of embedded it in the Pop Smoke album. And so a lot of folks were upset. They were saying, oh, Pusher T's bitter. He's doing too much. Why would you put a, a, a Drake diss in um, Pop Smoke's album? That's not okay. It was mainly Drake fans crying, okay? And it seems like there's always, there's, there's different goalposts depending on the artist. Drake can do all this sneaky shit 
Drake can always throw shots. Drake can jump on other people's features and diss other rappers. But as soon as it's done to him, then all of a sudden, oh no, we got to protect the golden goose of hip hop. And that's what I don't like. And that's what, you know, they were basically saying on the Joe Budden podcast. And I believe this is why Jay Prince Jr. is upset. So y'all go ahead and check this out. Because I know it don't boil down to no damn uh, Lil Yachty and the Migos. But let, let's, let's call it for what it is. He's mad about this interview or this podcast episode. He put out the whole A-side is subs at Push and Kanye of Scorpion. Two shots and mad other records after yeah, that. And interviews. Like, yeah. I, 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 Things have not I disagree. Stopped. That's why I don't think this is, is beating a dead horse because this beef never actually ended. The well, rest shots ended, happened with two freestyles oh, and Jay sorry. Prince came in and said, yo, Great. I'm dead in this. Okay, so then rap. So it didn't ever end. So then rap. Don't well, get no record cool. shut down rap. Drake. Come on, shut up. Why? Don't, getting a record shut down is corny, bro. That's like not getting picked to play and you take your ball because it's your basketball. You leave the park. <laughs> I'll be honest like, with y'all. I like, thought- all right. So y'all just heard that. So I believe that's what this, that that whole nonsense on Clubhouse boils down to that. You know, and I will say this. I believe that lovely Joe took notes from lovely T and he handled that very well. Okay. People were expecting the old Joe button, him to get angry and rah, 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 rah. and he didn't. He was just, he was amused by the whole conversation because he kept asking me, so what is the timeline? Like, what are you upset about? This happened four years ago. Are you sure that's why you're mad? It's like he, he was, his response was so like just good. You could tell it was getting under Jay Prince Jr.'s skin because he wanted a reaction. He wanted Joe to flip out. He wanted him to, you know, whine and grovel like DJ academics and all this other stuff. And Joe wasn't having it. Now I will say this, Joe probably didn't flip out on him or cuss him out because Jay Prince is his daddy. I believe that. You know, Jay Prince holds a lot of weight in the industry and there's certain people that you don't want to, you know, cross or, you know, say anything bad about or disrespect their family members. So I don't think that because some people saying, oh, Joe Budden scared of Jay Prince Jr. I don't think that was the case at all. I don't think Joe Budden is scared of Jay Prince Jr. Now, he might be a little bit nervous of Jay Prince Sr., but not Jr. But I think that Joe Budden held it well because. I don't understand like Jay Prince Jr.'s point. He kept trying to bait him. He kept talking down to him. And then after Joe Budden hung up and left the room, then he started talking mess and talking, you know, talking about, yeah, I told his bitch ass to go away. And, you know, I'm going to put my finger on his forehead. And I'm just like, all this because of little Yachty and Migos? And that's when I was like, nah, it's it's bigger than this. And I thought back to it. I said, yeah, it, it has to do with Drake. But again, like I said, what bothers me is these people go out their way to protect Drake constantly. But when it's other artists, y'all move the goalposts. You know, Drake can do all types of stuff and it's okay. But when it's anybody else, it's an issue. And I I don't respect that. I don't like that. You know, Drake wants to be in the rap game. Drake needs to be able to stand on his own. If he's scared to battle Pusha because Pusha T got better bars, you know what I'm saying, a better cadence or whatever, then just say that. You know, and I get it because he's more popular. You don't want to give Pusha T much shine. So it's easier to go after a Kanye or even a Jay-Z. Not saying that he did, but, you know, uh, you know, it's easier to go after people like that on that caliber than a Pusha T. But then quit throwing rocks and hiding your hands. So I don't like how they just always run to go excuse things that um, Drake is doing. And I believe that's what it boils down to. Um, Let's see here. Uh, D Aki says, Hey, Queen, just showing you some love for all that you do. 
for us. By the way, you look beautiful as ever. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through. I appreciate the super chat. Uh, what are you doing over there? Sam $5 says, I love your channel. Thank you for the best content. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Righteous B girl sent $49.99. She says, hey T, love you. I'm a RN on my way to work. I will catch the playback. Have a happy and blessed New Year's. Thank you so much and thank you for coming through and thank you for being an essential worker. You're very much appreciated. So like I said, this whole situation, you know, with them is crazy. But I will say, I just, I don't like this whole idea of constantly trying to check media people. Being upset because people who are in media have an opinion. And last time I checked, that's what media is. You're supposed to have an opinion. Who cares if he doesn't, if he's not a fan of Drake? Who cares if he says something about your faves? Everybody has an opinion, you know? So, and the thing is, if you come for one, if you start saying that, well, Joe Button shouldn't be allowed to speak on Drake because, you know, he's, he's part of our, he's part of our clique or, you know, he's our peoples. Then by that logic, he shouldn't speak about anybody because everybody's part of somebody's clique or somebody's peoples, you know? So I, I just, I didn't like that. I thought that was like, just really, I don't know. I just thought it was just unneeded. It was very negative. It was unneeded, you know, and I don't think that was punkin' joke. I think Joe held his own. He was just mature about it. Like, I'm not about to argue back and forth about some shit from four years ago for what? You know, if you're upset, I've apologized. We've made amends. What else do you want from me? But what he's really upset about is the Drake and Pusha T situation. I don't know why he just didn't say that as opposed to beating around the mulberry bush, but that's what he should have said is that all this boils down to Drake and Pusha T and the fact that Pusha T has been on Joe Budden's podcast and the fact that they have sided with Pusha T over Drake. Let's keep it real. Let's see here. Um, Hi, Princess sent $4.99. She says, hey, T, my eight-month-old gets so happy when she hears your voice. She's been a tea sipper since before birth. <laughs> That's awesome. Love you. Thank you so much. Thanks for the super chat. We have a bunch of tea sipper babies. Um, Lollyville sent $50. She says, sending lots of love to you, T, from a fellow Leo. Thank you so much, and thanks for coming through, sis. I appreciate you. So, yeah, so that whole Joe Budden situation is very interesting. Um, like I said, you can listen to the whole back and forth, but it's just mainly Jay Prince Jr. trying to check him, and Joe just has, like, the most just, okay, all right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like when a parent is talking to their kid and it's literally going in one ear, not the other. That's how Joe Button played him. So and I'm, I don't knock him for that because, I again, everybody wants to get mad at the black media people, at the black male media like DJ Academics, Joe Button and whoever else. But these people never had the same smoke for Vlad TV. How many times have we seen Jay Prince Jr.? Or I, well, I don't know if he's been on, but I know I've seen Jay Prince Sr., on Vlad TV, okay? And when we're talking about how he was trying to confront them about, oh, you know, disrespecting the youth and you're so much older, these guys are kids compared to you. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but isn't NBA Youngboy a kid compared to Jay Prince, junior and senior? And they had no problem pressing him and, you know, kind of checking him on social media in front of everybody. So again, like I said, it's a lot of hypocrisy to me. It just depends on who they're rap, who, whoever they're, they're cool with, whatever team they're on. So it's not okay for people to have opinions of Drake 
but it's okay for Prince Sr. to check NBA Youngboy when he feels like NBA Youngboy is in the wrong and he took it publicly. And NBA Youngboy was upset that it was taken publicly as opposed to behind the scenes. So basically everything he's saying to Joe Budden, he hasn't practiced with NBA Youngboy. I'm just saying, I just be sipping back, sipping. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, I don't cover everything, but I don't miss shit either. Okay? I'm the old auntie in the corner watching all this shit play out with my little teacup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just hypocrisy to me. That's all I'm saying. Hopefully, all of this mess will stay in the clubhouse. Okay? And they'll be able to move forward from this. But I just didn't like it. I just, I thought it was just very tacky. And I don't know if this is like a new app to just confront people in media who have opinions. Um, And I, you know, again, like I said, it seems like a lot of celebrities, they also want to have podcasts and be media people as well. Hence why a lot of them are running to create their own podcasts and their own media, you know, outlets. And maybe they're upset because Joe Budden gets more views than them. And that's what it boils down to. You know, because if these people are really fans of Drake or whoever, then it really shouldn't matter what his opinion is. If you're a fan of that artist, you're going to support that artist. You're going to buy their music. My opinion is not going to be swayed because Joe Budden doesn't like said artist if I'm a big fan of that artist. So I think that's silly. I do. I just think it's silly. So let's go ahead. Um, I've been on here for already 30 minutes. So Let's talk about everything that's going on with good old Iggy Azalea, honey. <laughs> this situation's a hot mess. Let's see here. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, Kevin Kwame sent $9.99. Thank you so much, Kevin. Um, Andy Bella says, hey, T, I can't wait for the New Year's party. I got my black and gold outfit ready to go. You look gorgeous today. Light and blessings to you and your family. Thank you so much. I'm excited for the New Year's Eve party as well. Y'all who don't know, I'm having a big New Year's Eve party on Zoom with my Discorders. So if you are available, we're going to start between 8 and 9. I'm going to be DJing music. And then we're going to the, you know, we'll go into conversations. And then we're going to watch the countdown. So I'm excited. Can't wait to see you there. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Jarissa L says, Hey T, I had to watch the playback at the work. I hope you have a great, I hope you had a great holidays with your family. Stay blessed. Thank you so much. And thank you for the super chat. Thanks for coming through. So let's go ahead and pull up the Iggy Azalea situation. Give me just a second here. Honey, Iggy was telling all her business on, on Christmas. And I refuse to post it. I wasn't about to feed into that bullshit negativity. Not on this good Christmas day with my family. Absolutely not. You know, I just, I thought, I thought she was doing a lot. You know, nobody, nobody at all. Here comes Iggy telling all her damn business, going off on Playboy Cardi. And my thing is, his name is Playboy Cardi. Okay. What did you expect? He's a Playboy. His name says it perfectly. You should not be shocked by this, okay? So I thought this was very, very interesting. Let me go ahead and read to you guys, put on my mother goose glasses, honey, and read to you guys what she wrote on social media and why she was so upset. Yeah, so y'all grab y'all's tiny violins, honey. So Iggy says, I would never decide to do something of my own free will that meant missing a milestone moment with my son 
And if you do, you're trash. Too bad you got an album out and can't even come to Christmas with your own son. Period. You can't rewind time. She was replying back to somebody who said, facts, spend as much spend as much time as you can, especially while he's still a baby. Then she goes on to say, imagine not flying out your family on Christmas, but you have the girl that you cheated on me my entire pregnancy at your album party and magically me and my son can't come for Christmas anymore. Trash. Then she says, and I was going to keep it cute and let you live, but nah, not after all that I peeped, not after, not after I just peeped all that trifling shit, trifling. Then she says, this man had a whole family vacation planned 48 hours ago. I hope this message gets to you, girl, although you hid in a whole closet from my housekeeper. So it's not like you have any dignity, I guess. A child he asked for, by the way. So this person says, "You y'all are mad at Iggy for wanting her father to be in her child's life. Strange. And then she says, a child he asked for, by the way. Then she says, and, I'm, and I've not said anything, and I could have said much more for the longest time because I know the net won't side with me and that I'm hated, but Christmas and this bitch is proud of you in her stories. Laugh my and ass off. I've covered for so long, hoping you do better. A lot of women can relate. Uh, not really, but okay, let me keep reading. Uh, to clarify, this man was literally at my house last night telling me that he loves me. So this is very much not me being bitter. It's me not ducking with trifling ass shit that happened at the expense of my son. Oh, Lord, she's still talking. Look, all I see is tiny violins in the chat. Yeah, she is, honey, she tweeted for about four hours. Then she goes on to say, everything not for the net, but at a certain point when someone just takes advantage like crazy, airing it all out is all you can do. Good night. That was on Christmas Day. Then she goes on to say, and even though Onyx was a planned baby that we both wanted, on some weirdo shit, he still refuses to sign his birth certificate. He's nine months old and won't even give his son that he claims to care about so much his own last name. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Then she goes on to like post birth certificate pictures and shit. <laughs> Baby's name, no father. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. <sighs> Then she says, this man was in Philly playing PS5 mid-pandemic the day my son was born, even though it was a scheduled C-section. I had Onyx alone completely because he was my only visitor approved with the COVID. He lived, <laughs> we lived together at the time. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. And then she says, I left our house with my son after a fight in May. And then came back a week later with my son. All my personal shit had been loaded in a guest bedroom. And this bitch had a suitcase ready in our house. But at the time, I didn't know who it was. And then she says, we were never allowed back. And so I had to live in an Airbnb for months in L.A. Before I could figure out how to get my own place. 
This is all the while he was supposedly working on getting his family back. Let's talk about it. <laughs> then she says, and I dare you to say anything because I can keep going with this for days. And she did. Then the side chick replied back. I'm not reading this shit. I'm tired of reading. Okay. The side chick wrote a whole dissertation, basically saying that she wasn't the side chick. She's messing with him, but she didn't mess with him while she was pregnant. Then Iggy comes back and then she decides to go live and talk about it on a quick live. Y'all can go ahead and listen to this. I kept my pregnancy hidden the whole time. I never wanted to keep my pregnancy hidden the whole time. I thought once I started showing that I would be able to announce it and be happy. But this man kept saying that he was dropping an album and that he didn't want uh, my baby announcement to interfere with his album and whatnot. And I was trying to be supportive and was cool and went along with this like an idiot and missed out on a lot of shit. A lot of shit that I missed out on trying to support this man. Fuck this man. While you had this girl hidden in an Airbnb while I'm sitting at home pregnant alone thinking, you know what? I'm not going to say shit because I'm trying to be supportive. I don't want to seem like I'm nagging or harassing, whatever the fuck. Don't be nice to people, y'all, because they will take advantage of your kindness. This bitch knew very well what was happening. We had a huge fight. I'm not even going to get into what happened at that fight. I will spare you, Jordan. I'll spare you that. I'll spare you that for now. I leave because I got scared and came to LA. He begged me to come back. I came back five days later, go up to our apartment, and I see all my shit has been put, all my personal photos of my family and shit in our, in our bedroom has all been put in my son's nursery with the door locked. Weird. So I go into his side of the closet and I see that there is a girl's little roll-along suitcase in there with some makeup and dirty old trashy underpants. You need to buy new drawers too, girl, now. Come on. Come on now. Because those shits were raggedy. I will give you $50 and you can get five for 50 from Victoria's Secret now, Okay. So this is what happened, right? So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know who this bag belongs to. He's like, it's just a model. I have some models in the house right now because I knew that we were about to move out anyway and get a house because fuck this apartment. That's all it was. Ah. Obviously, I'm not a dumb bitch. I know that you're doing some weird, suspect, fucked up shit, but I can't know who the girl is, so I couldn't I couldn't do much about it at the time, right? So I go back to LA, and he's still coming, still fucking me. Just fucked this motherfucker last week, actually, swearing oh. that you're in love with me and that we're working on a family. Uh, we're getting a house in Atlanta next month, right? And fuck this shit. I shouldn't be in LA anymore. We're going to be a family. Fuck Brandy, right? You don't talk to Brandy. Yeah, uh, let me come back on my screen. Honey! <laughs> I'm sorry. In certain parts, I had to laugh, okay? Let me say this. Iggy Azalea is a very sweet girl. I will say that. I've met her. I've been on set with her. She's a very nice person. Like, just she's genuinely a sweet woman. So I'll never take that from her. But at, at what point in time does common sense kick in? One thing I always tell people, when people show you their true colors, believe them. If a man is proud of you and wants to be, for a long time, remember, he hit her. He acted like he wasn't, that they weren't even dating. It's one thing to kind of keep people out your business, but for a long time, their relationship was hidden. Then it came out that they were messing around. So if he could hide the relationship, it shouldn't be shocking that he wants you to hide your pregnancy. 
And the fact that he's so bold is to tell you to hide your pregnancy because he doesn't want the birth of his son or the announcement of your pregnancy with his child to interfere with his album lets you know that he's a selfish person and he only cares about himself. How is his album better than the birth of his child? That makes no sense. And let's keep it real. Playboy Cardi is not the best rapper any damn way. Okay. The album that he recently dropped, my son said it was trash. I'm going to go off of what my son said. Okay. He would know the difference. He was like, yeah, I, I got it. It's trash. Okay. And I've heard a lot of people say the album was trash. So to know that you hid your pregnancy for him to not, for this to not take attention from his album is just sad. Now you're saying that you came home, the girl was in the closet. Um, you know, he'd, he'd, he'd unpacked up all your shit, the baby shit and locked it in the room. So I'm confused as to why y'all was just smashing last week. It sounds to me like you're playing the fool, sis. I can see if you, like, you, you, I've read all that shit for what? You're still fucking up. Got me wasting my mother goose voice and shit? Like, I'm, what is the point? You, you had sex with him last week. You know about Brandy. You know he's a player. He put you and your child out. You have to pay for months at an Airbnb. He's a deadbeat father. But you're still smashing him. Why? See, I think this was the problem. I think, unfortunately, Iggy thought that, you know, because she's the token white girl, pretty white girl, body on point, okay? And she thought that was enough to make him feel like, I, I've won. You're my trophy. Because as we know in hip-hop and in the entertainment industry, that is like, you know, the most coveted prize is to have a bad white chick, I guess. I don't know, or a racially ambiguous or a Latina chick. They, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's levels to this shit. So she thought she was the trophy white girl. I'm just keeping it real. And so, you know, she thought just that alone was going to keep him and make him be a better person. And she found out he's just a shitty person. Doesn't matter if he, he was with a black woman or a white woman. He's just a shitty ass person, a shitty individual. So again, I go back to say this. Why are we still smashing him? What was the point of writing all of that? Putting all your dirty laundry out there only to say that you smashed him last week when you know that he's clearly playing you with another girl. He's clearly with his own little side chick. Why put yourself and your health at risk like that? It makes no sense. She should be embarrassed. It didn't do anything. You know, like social media is not the place. Take this shit to your mother. Take this shit to your best friend. This was not meant for social media. And the fact that really bothers me too. She keeps saying that he wanted this baby. This baby was planned. And she even wrote it in all caps. And I don't know if that's to make herself feel better or to separate herself from, you know, because a lot of times people always attach single motherhood to black women. Like, oh, y'all's always getting knocked up. Most black babies were not planned. Keeping it real. Right. I find it funny that she keeps saying that the baby was planned. He wanted the baby. The baby was planned again to kind of differentiate herself from the typical, you know, black single mother who just, you know, the baby was unplanned. I'm pregnant. Regardless of the baby was planned or not. Why has he not signed the birth certificate? If the baby was so planned and Jordan wanted this child, why was he not there? One, this was a planned pregnant, like, you know, a planned uh, C-section, a planned delivery. He chose to play PS5. 
And even the baby being nine months old, he still has yet to sign the birth certificate. You can miss without the plan shit. This sounds like a oops, baby, to me. No disrespect. We've all been there. Shit. I know my second one wasn't planned. Shit. I'm keeping it real. It was oops, baby. Damn, I'm pregnant. Fuck. Birth control didn't work. It happens to the best of us. I feel like she's trying to, you know, I don't know. I feel like she, she's trying to like convince herself that this child was planned. But from all the actions that you're putting out there, he wanted you to hide the pregnancy. He chose to play PS5 as opposed to being at the birth. And it's nine months later. He has yet to sign the birth certificate, sis. That baby was planned in your head. That baby was not planned in Playboy Cardi's head whatsoever. It seems to me he has no attachment to this child. This is this baby's first Christmas. You know how fun that is? A baby's first Christmas, especially if they're like at, you know, uh, Iggy's baby's nine months. So that's a fun age. Now, if it's like a newborn, they, they just lay there. They look around and shit and they just, you know, roll their head. They don't, they don't know shit. But if you got like a nine month old, because my oldest was about nine months old. No, probably like, because his birthday's in jam. So he was like 11 months old during his first official Christmas. It is so fun at that age. They have more fun with the wrapping paper than the presents. They don't care about the toys. They throw the toys to the side and they be in that wrapping paper playing and shit, you know, cooing. It is the cutest thing. I love a baby's first Christmas that they can sit up. Now, if they just lay in there, I don't care. <laughs> I care, but it's a big difference when they can sit up and do stuff as opposed to being swaddled in a blanket, right? So he should have been there. That, I mean, imagine, you know, waking up Christmas Day, the baby's there, you know, he's been seeing these presents all month, now he gets to rip it open. That is so fun. What an asshole for not being there. You know, and I, I definitely get her being upset. But since social media was not the place. And if you're not going to cut him off and stop dealing with him, I mean, I understand they got a baby together, so they're going to have to, you know, deal with each other somewhat. But you can't keep sleeping with him. Sleeping with him is not going to make him do right. He's using that as a pawn and as a weapon because every time you sleep with that person, you're creating, what do I always talk about y'all? Soul ties. And it makes it harder and harder to pull yourself away because you guys are still connected spiritually. So in order to get Playboy Cardi out of your system, Iggy, you need to cut him off all the way. No more good, good. Fuck that. Come get your baby. Come babysit what you got to do. All this other shit. It's a wrap. So she has to do that. Can't be smashing him and complaining. That's silly. Especially when you know he has a whole nother chick. So yeah, to, so to me, all that, oh, this was planned. This is a plan, but no, it wasn't. Not by the actions of Playboy Cardi, okay? I'm just saying, I'm a good reader of bullshit. And the fact that she keeps trying to reiterate that, she's trying to convince herself, okay? Because his actions are that of, I'm smashing somebody that got pregnant and I don't really know if I want to sign the birth certificate because I'm not trying to get put on child support. That doesn't sound like the actions of a planned pregnancy. But I'm just saying, I wasn't there. Maybe he was saying, you know, maybe he was whispering shit in her ear. You know, sometimes dudes will get you like that. Oh, I want you to have my baby. Y'all remember that damn movie, Baby Boy? How he was doing it to them, telling them that he wanted them to have their babies. Dudes do that, don't get me wrong. But when they do that... They usually sign the birth certificate. They're usually there on the first Christmas. They're usually there at the damn birth. His actions are very telling. He's very immature. And when you do children wrong like that, that is why he's not receiving his blessings. That is why he's dealing with all types of lawsuits. Um, I think it's him. Is he the one who stole that lady's glasses? Let me look on my Instagram. You know, I get all these rappers mixed up. Let me make sure this is Playboy Cardi. It might be a different rapper. 
He he took that lady's work and didn't pay her. Let me see. Is this him? Oh, sorry. That's Rich the Kid. They all look alike. Shit. Okay, that was Rich the Kid. <laughs> look like he stole that woman's glasses. <laughs> I can't deal with these rappers, but Iggy cut off the sex. Just make it about the child. Okay. All this ranting. There's nothing we can do, sis. We can't even go beat his ass for you because we're in the middle of COVID. Okay. We can't be out there fighting him with a mask on. So there's nothing we can do. All we can do is just sip and laugh. But at this point, you need to cut him off sexually and just make it about the child. And you need to move on and understand that you are in the single mother boat. You've been a single mother because he's not doing anything, you know, for that child. It's not about money. People always think about it as being monetary. It's not about that. Support of a child is being there for them emotionally, changing diapers, giving them baths, you know what I'm saying, helping them with homework. It's so much bigger than just writing a check. So hopefully she'll find a good father, a stepfather for that child, you know what I'm saying, and she can create special memories with somebody else. But for him to miss the first, you know, Christmas, he's trash. Because a first Christmas with a baby that old is the funnest thing. So you are trash, Playboy Cardi. Period. We're going to go ahead and read these super chats here. Y'all remember them damn glasses? <laughs> it was a story by Rich the Kid. She st- he basically stole services from this girl. You know, I guess she was so boosted that, you know, a rapper reached out to her. So she did all this graphic work. And so she wasn't paid. And so she was DMing Rich like, can I get my money? He hit her back with the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> didn't pay her. And I'm looking at this picture like, he looked like he stole her glasses. Are you sure he didn't take anything else? <laughs> this picture is so, let me show you how this picture is here. I can see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to play the video because the video is stupid. But this is the picture right here. And they are literally wearing the same exact glasses. Telling these damn mumba rappers, they don't be giving a damn. Let me see here. Uh, Courtney Wilford says, work tea, been sipping slow with you for about... A year now, I love how thorough and fair you are. Please keep the amazing content. Much love from Chicago. Thank you so much, and thanks for coming through, sis. I appreciate you. Um, Let's see here. We have a lot of super chats that came through. Uh, Taraja M says, some women often have kids thinking it will make him change or commit. And the part that they don't want to talk about is how it affects the child. I feel bad for the baby having to deal with these parents' detachment. Exactly. And thank you so much for the super chat. And, and that's like the worst thing you can do is hurry up and try and get pregnant, thinking that's going to start another chapter in your relationship. If the relationship was already on a downward spiral and it's dying, let it fizzle out. You don't want to bring a child into that. It's not going to, it's not going to make the relationship last longer. You know, he may come back for a short period of time, but if those problems are still there, there and they weren't fixed before the pregnancy, they're going to linger, you know? So, and then it could um, also add a lot of resentment because you guys were on the outs and then now you run and get pregnant and now it's an issue and now he doesn't have any attachment towards that baby. So something's not right with that. Um, Angel Baby says, hey, T, finally caught alive. I'll have to watch the replay at the work. I love your lives. You keep it 100. Also, today's my birthday. Love you, T. Love you, too, and happy birthday. Thank you for stopping through. I appreciate you. Um, BV says, T, if you go to Playboy Cardi's Instagram, you will see he's posing as a female. Lots of comments on him being bisexual. 
Thank you for that tea. I'm going to definitely have to go <laughs> walk on over there. <laughs> Put on my walking shoes and my screenshot glasses. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm Johanna sent 499. She says, just because he asked for a baby doesn't mean he deserved one. Talk about it. Thank you, Joanna. She says, what happens to having babies with husbands instead of temporary boyfriends? Mm. Johanna is preaching and y'all are not ready for that conversation. You know, when you say stuff like that, you're judging. You're harsh. How dare you? But it's the truth. Just because somebody asks for a baby does not mean that they deserve one. This is a whole human being. People be talking about, oh, well, he wanted a baby as if it's a, it's a baseball cap. Oh, he wanted a damn twins baseball cap. Okay. There's a big difference between a baseball cap or hell, even a car. Oh, my man wanted a brand new car. Okay, that's great. And if y'all break up, you just go your separate ways. But with a baby, honey, that's for life. You will be attached with that person for life. So really think about that when people come and say things like, oh, well, he wanted a baby. Okay, and I shit, I want a lot of shit. That don't mean I need to have it necessarily. <laughs> Let me see here. Um, Georgina Say says, love you, T, your stream. Your stream's currently watching with my boyfriend. He's a hater, but I love you. Thank you so much for the super chat. Thanks for coming through. Um, Delina the Daisy says, men live by you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. When are some of these women going to learn the same thing? Mm, that's the truth. Because trust me, he was out here doing all types of stuff before she ever got with him. She's acting shocked now, but the boy's name is Playboy Cardi. His name tells me everything I need to know. He didn't pick that moniker for no reason, okay? So thank you for that super chat. Um, let's see here. Morgan Wheeler says, hey, T, sending a little super chat love. Thank you so much. Um, it was somebody else in here that had sent something earlier. I didn't get a chance to read it. Um, Miss Monica Marie says, these cyber thugs stay killing me. Never the same energy in real life. Don't confront me on the social media app. If you really feel the same way, pull up. You must be talking about Joe Budden and um, Jay Prince Jr. Let's see here. Um, sweet, um, sweet Diva Dentist Jay. She sent $49.99. She says, integrity goes a long way. Please don't stop being you. Happy holidays. And that color looks good on you. Thank you so much. And I definitely will. You know, I feel like it goes a long way. And that's what makes people tune in because they know when they come here, they're going to get real news, real opinions. You know what I'm saying? Nothing watered down. So thank you so much, sis. So, yeah, this whole situation is crazy. Um, so before I go, because I've been on here for almost an hour, I want to go ahead and talk about this whole Oprah situation. Honey, I don't know what's going on with these billionaires and millionaires, but something isn't right. Everybody's jumping ship and I'm trying to figure out what do they know that we don't know. We've been talking for a while about celebrities selling off their masters. We've seen the big CEO exodus of 2020 where so many CEOs from so many companies were stepping down. And this was before everything was shut down in the country. That we saw a lot of state. Matter of fact, a lot of CEOs, they started retiring in 2019, in like November, December of 2019. 
So now it was just announced the other day that Oprah Winfrey has sold most of the stake in the own network. So this is raising a lot of red flags for people. So let me go ahead and read this to you guys here. Give me just a second to pull this up. Okay. So they're reporting, they're saying billionaire mogul Oprah Winfrey has sold most of her remaining stake in the Oprah Winfrey Network cable channel that she co-founded in 2011 with Discovery Inc. for $36 million in stock, increasing Discovery stake in OWN to 95%. OWN is a joint venture between Oprah's Harpo Studios and Discovery, which owns Food Network, TLC, HGTV, and other channels focused on African-American women. Own is known for Tyler Perry's House of Pain, The Haves and the Have-Nots, and Oprah's Masterclass. Oprah had an agreement with Discovery where she would require the company to purchase part of her interest starting in 2016. Discovery bought 24.5% stake from Oprah in 2017 for $70 million. That raised Discovery's ownership to 73%, taking into account net debt at the network. The company said at the time that Oprah has been CEO of OWN since 2011 and agreed to stay as CEO. Her her exclusivity commitment to the network was extended through 2025. So a lot of people are talking about this. A lot of people feel like, you know, the reason why she's selling a majority of her stake and shares is because they know something about the economy that we all don't know. And this is really scary because, like I said, this is like, I don't know how many cases that we've had of this. We've seen it even with Lil Wayne. It came out later that not only did he sell his masters, but they're saying that he also sold um, Drake and Nikki's masters as well. So it's a lot that's going on. A lot of these folks are trying to just sell. I don't know if they're selling to get their $100 million and then go to a bunker somewhere in in New Zealand, okay? I don't know where they're going, but damn it, take me with, okay? Where are you going, Oprah? Why are we selling all these stakes and all these shares in 2020? What do they know that we don't know? So this is like really scary. It's very frightening to think about. Because it's like, where does that leave us regular people? You know what I'm saying? If they're getting rid of like the stake in these companies and they're bouncing and they're moving on, well, what does that leave the employees of these companies? Are these companies getting ready to shut down? And that's going to be more layoffs, more people out of work, more people homeless. So this is really scary to think about. Um, TJ Senfai says, sis just got, just went to his IG. Oh my God. I didn't even know who he was, but heard of the drama. Maybe he wanted a baby to not be seen as sus. Damn, his IG is that bad? I'm going to have to go ahead and tiptoe over there, honey. Um, Adia Kanade, uh, Kadane, excuse me, says, passing by to show some love. I hope I can make it and dance with my disco fillers at your party. Um, New Year's Eve, I love your parties. I'm killis, by the way. Thank you so much, and thanks for coming through, sis. I appreciate it. I can't wait till the party either, honey. I got my little music playlist together already. Um, Yolanda Drinkerson, 20, she says, I'm on my lunch break, and I caught your live. You made my day better. That is awesome, and thank you so much for coming through, sis. Um, 
Double Edged Sword sent 1399 says, Hey T, it's like the movie 2012. All the rich people are selling their assets to buy a spot in a in an ark or an underground bunker to survive. Who knows? Isn't it funny how like a lot of these movies, a lot of these apocalyptic movies that came out years ago now seem to be coming to fruition? And I remember the movie 2012, um, even the day after tomorrow. And then we had that huge freeze in Russia. I had posted this, uh, I think like a month ago, where everything in Russia was just like covered with frozen ice. It was crazy. And that reminded a lot of people of the day after tomorrow. So I don't know. It's just very interesting how so many things are coming to fruition from all of the movies that we watch. Now, 2021 is right around the corner. But like I said, I feel like 2021, I don't think it's going to be any better. I think it's going to be a lot of agendas being pushed in 2021. And that might be why a lot of these celebrities are bouncing. They're, they're seeing the writing on the wall. Let's see here. Um, Adria Elizabeth says it's predictive programming. I definitely agree with that. Um, Acom for Life says, thank you for your foresight and information. Happy early new year. You are more than welcome. And thank you so much for coming through. I really appreciate you. Um, Angie Hereby says, what? Somebody must finally got some dirt on Oprah. I see people putting them little pizza things. I'm not even going to go there. But yeah, something is interesting about that. When I found out that she was selling that, I was like, that is crazy because it's been happening for so long over the past year. Um, Jelani Latrice and Five says, perhaps they are selling in preparation of tax changes. They are leaving Cali too. Who's all leaving Cali? I haven't even dug into that. I know a lot of regular folks have been leaving out of California because the price of housing there is just ridiculous, especially when you're talking about the Bay Area, Silicon Valley. There's been so many just regular average people who are literally one paycheck away from being homeless. And a lot of people ending up homeless on the streets of Cali. So I know a lot of people, I need, I have a few friends in LA that are moving to Vegas because it's a lot cheaper. So yeah, I don't know what celebrities have left yet, but I know a lot of regular people are leaving California. Uh, Marlon Harrison says, my mom's job, Aflac, is also having a shakeup and my mom is losing her job in February. Wow. I'm so sorry to hear about that. Thank you so much for the super chat. I didn't know that Aflac was laying people off, but yeah, it, it's something going on. Just like I said, everybody be mindful and, you know, just stay vigilant, keep reading, keep researching, you know, stay in the know. The celebrity gossip is fine. It's cool. But also understand what's going on in the world around you, because everything that happens to one ends up trickling down and affecting everybody else. Um, Justin Moore sent 10. He says Oprah sold her shares and own in exchange for shares and discover before the launch of the discover app which will include all of the own networks. Love you, T. Love you too, Justin. And thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what comes of it though. You know, the fact that they're swapping shares and swapping money and pulling this and pulling that. It's going to be very interesting. Um, Mariah Case in 499, she says, hey, T, look beautiful. That's awesome and love from the shy. Thank you so much, Mariah. Um, Philly T says, the question is, who are they selling to? Well, the person before just said that they were selling it. They're selling some shares to discover or they're swapping shares. 
But like I said, the whole thing just sounds suspect. Um, Quandaya's TV says, hey, T, sending you love and light. It's funny how people are just waking up to Andy Cohen. Child, you told us about him years ago. You know what? Speaking of Andy Cohen, I don't know if you've heard, but Monique Samuels, she announced like, I think a day ago, or actually came out today, she's quitting the Real Housewives of Potomac. So she says she's officially done with it. She doesn't want to be bothered anymore. So, and I don't blame her. And yeah, I've been talking about Andy Cohen and his ways for years. Like I just peep, you know, his game and the way that he, you know, he's a, he's a puppeteer. He plays all these women and has them bickering and, you know, makes for good TV and it fattens his pockets. And then they're the ones left looking salty, talking about depression and all this other stuff, you know? So reality TV has real consequences. So thank you for that. Um, little cynical says time to invest in gold and firearms. I agree. Um, Sean sent five and says Jeff Bezos sold 9 billion of his shares and Warren Buffett sold all of Goldman Sachs and bank shares. Yeah. Something is going on something. I don't, I don't look at it as just like a independent thing or just them selling something off or, you know, trying to swap stuff out. I think it goes way deep in that. It's too many people with prominence and money making these moves. Way too many. Um, Lilith Salal says, hey, T, love your hair. You look beautiful. Glad I caught a live. Glad I caught a live. Hope you have a good Christmas. I hope you had a good Christmas. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hope you had a good Christmas as well. So now before I go, we got over 11,000 people in here. Thank you guys for joining me. So before I go, I want to talk about real quick um, <laughs> the situation that happened with LeBron James's son. It was a mess. So if you guys don't know, again, going back to integrity that we were just talking about, how a lot of these you know, um, media outlets, they're looking for clicks and views. So it's to the point now where they don't really care about integrity. If they can just spin a story out of nothing, that's what they're willing to do. And so what happened is that this weekend, Bronny, who is LeBron James's son and Savannah's son, was caught liking pictures of Larsa Pippen. And so um, a few sports outlets were saying that Bronny was sliding into her DMs and trying to holler at her. So it ended up causing a whole bunch of mess on social media. So much so that LeBron James's wife, she went off and so did LeBron James. So let me go ahead and share this with you guys here. Give me just a second. So this was the infamous picture. Um, Larsa posted this and she looks cute here, you know, and Bronny liked it. So then people were like, okay, Bronny, you're obviously trying to get with her. You know, this is weird. You're 16. And so he came back and he was like, I liked one of my best friend's mom's pictures. Y'all are just childish. So he was upset. And then she went on like a huge rant on social media. And so Larsa wrote, some of these stories are so disgusting. The fact that my son's friend can't like my pics without some people writing some weirdo shit is crazy. Then she goes on to say, I've been separated, going through a divorce for over two years, and I've been linked to a, to a few guys my entire life. So don't sit there and paint a picture of me that isn't true. So that's what she had to say. And then she says, I'll sue the F out of you for writing some disgusting lies, you weirdo. So 
she was talking about this guy. He was kind of pushing that narrative. So then Savannah wrote this and then LeBron James co-signed it. So this is what Savannah wrote. This is what's in the white. She says, with everything going on in the world right now, this is the shit that y'all are talking about. At the end of the day, y'all are talking about a minor. I don't care what type of celebrity y'all think he is. He's a child and the bullshit needs to stop. Y'all got the right, y'all got the right one. So then LeBron says, uh-oh, y'all done F with the wrong one now. Good luck. It won't be cute. <laughs> so that is what the Jameses had to say about the situation. Now, do I believe that he was trying to holler at Larsa? No, I don't. You know, um, him and Scottie Pippen Jr., they all come from Sierra Canyon, the, the high school in Cali. They all played on the same team, not together because um, Larsa's son's a little bit older than Bronny, but they all know each other from their dads, you know? But I also feel like this. Is he liking other people's pictures, like other friends' moms on their team? Is he liking their pictures as well? You know, unfortunately with social media, it shouldn't be this way, but you have to watch what you like. As, as, as stupid as that is, because people will literally spin a story like a like and a follow means so much to people. If somebody unfollows somebody, that means they just have all this beef, all this drama. It's, it's crazy how social media is basically, you know, interwinding like every facet of life. He likes something. So instead of just him liking it, He's trying to holler at her. He's sliding in her DMs. So I thought that was a bit much. You know, and he is a minor. You know, I thought that was very tacky of those news organizations to even spin that lie. But I think just to keep him out of trouble and out of just, you know, the media nonsense, he just shouldn't like any pictures that have to do with anybody, especially with like a Larsa, because they're going to try and spin that into something more. I also believe that Bronny, you know what I'm saying, didn't mean anything by it. But again, it, you know, got twisted. But I feel so bad for Scottie Pippen Jr. That his mom's reputation is so in the in the gutter that the first thing people say is instead of saying that, OK, fine, Bronnie liked her picture. No big deal. They automatically spin a story that she's trying to like cougar him. You know, what I'm saying she's trying to like get with him and and date him and freak on a 16 year old because she got caught last month, you know, with um, what's his name? Mark Beasley. And he's young enough to be her son, like literally. So she kind of put her reputation out there. But again, I do want to say that I also kind of find it funny that when it's a older woman and she's going after younger guys, that's an issue. Okay, I'm not saying young like Bronnie. She should have no dealings with the minor, period. But I'm talking about like Mark um, Beasley, if that's his name. When she was talking to him, um, I'm sorry, I keep calling him Mark, Malik, Malik Beasley. Um, if she wants to talk to him and he's of age, why is that such an issue when it's a woman? I don't think, I don't think like, she should be talking to NBA players that are that could be possibly playing against her son in the NBA if he makes it to the NBA. But let's say, let's take out the fact that he's in the NBA. Let's just take that out of it. Let's say he was just like a typical 24-year-old banker, right? Why is it when a woman is older and she's talking to a guy that much younger than her? It's an issue. But Michael Jordan, his new wife is way younger than him. Scottie Pippen's don't talk to nobody old, you know, in their 40s. Everybody he talks to, they're in their early 20s. So do you believe that it's unfair that sometimes women 
they get drugged when they date younger guys, but it's not the other way around when it's the older guy going after younger girls. I mean, look how they did um, Jada when she got with August. I mean, she got a lot of backlash for that. Meanwhile, Will Smith's real girlfriend is way younger than him. And nobody talks about that. Y'all can get mad all you want to, but Will Smith does have a girlfriend. People hate when I bring that up, but it is what it is. <laughs> he has a spicy Latina girlfriend. <laughs> and she's younger than Will. But nobody, nobody drags him about that. But honey, that damn entanglement situation ruined the red table talk. She had to go on hiatus for two months and shit. <laughs> I don't feel bad for her because she had no business getting with August. I feel like August was way too close. You know, you know, she met August through the through the kids and there's a lot of young peen you can get. You don't have to mess with the same young peen that hangs with your children, okay? So I feel like that was kind of a bit too much. But yes, people are talking about Scott Disick. Scott Disick has not dated anybody over the age of 19 since he's been broke up with Courtney. Everyone he's dated has literally been between the ages of 18, well, 19 and 20. And he is, what, 38, 39 years old? So there's definitely a double standard. There's definitely a double standard between the genders. You know, I think Larsa just makes herself look bad because she's always going after athletes. I don't think it's bad that she's necessarily dating a 24-year-old because, again, he's grown. But it just looks bad because he's in the NBA and you're making it very uncomfortable for your son. So the whole situation is crazy, honey. So, you guys, I've been on here for an hour and 15 minutes so thank you guys so much for joining me i'm gonna go ahead and get ready to log off i hope you guys enjoyed today's live stream um we're gonna be doing the zoom party so i'll be going live on new year's so i probably won't be back with a live stream until <laughs> 2021 so i'll see you guys then um i'll probably drop another video probably tomorrow i have some podcasts coming up as well so stay tuned for that so thank you guys once again for joining me and i'll talk to you guys later you guys have a good evening.